Hills, welcome back. It's been a while. This is your host, Marcus Merton, and we're back. And I got a couple of new guys with me today. Uh, first, we're going to start out. Uh, we're going to talk to the boss of Baseline Times. You know, where where the Heels got started. Chevy, Chevy, what's going on? Yo, what's going on, man? I'm excited to be here. I don't know, it's kind of weird not being like the main host, but I'm excited because I get to kick back and just talk. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It's a nice change of pace, right? Nice change of pace? Yeah, I can just chill. Life is nice right now. <laughs> All right, next... Next, we got my homeboy, Chris Thompson. Yo, Chris, what's good? How you doing, brother? How you doing? Pleasure. Appreciate you having me on. Who's, who's a big wrestling fan here? Uh, man, I, since a kid, man, I've always been into it myself. Uh, and as of late, man, with the COVID, only live sport really on right now. So uh, definitely been getting back to my roots, getting into it, watching it on the, on the regular. That's crazy, right? The world's ending, and the only professional sport going on is wrestling. For real, who would have thought? <laughs> who would have thought? Chevy, how deep into I, wrestling? I mean, you know, like, I, I grew up with it in the 90s, early 2000s. I mean, I, I love The Rock. I mean, you know, it, I think it gets enough publicity to know what's going on a little bit here and there, but obviously, like, you, you and I know Marcus and Spur from Orlando. It's a little bit easier to kind of keep up with it locally we've got a facility here so i mean i know a little bit more here and there with you know the only sport being around and then i mean you kind of keep up with some of your wrestlers like you know back in the day like you, i kind of know what's going on with triple h kind of know what's going on with undertaker um you know, obviously the rock is, is just a mega star so you know what he's always doing so I mean, I like to mm-hmm. keep up with some of the old guys still alive, you know, and just kicking it, doing it. You kind of, I, I really don't know much more of, like, the newer um, wrestlers and some of the upcoming stars. That's where I'm kind of, you know, a little gray on. But, I mean, it's still some sort of entertainment to enjoy for people, man. And um, I think it's pretty cool that they're still able to keep something ongoing. And, I mean, literally, it's the only sport that it, it really is taking that whole like quarantine like, i always uh, kind of say it's like a uh, sequestering a jury like <laughs> you know you kind of just post them up in a city or an area and say all right we're gonna do this and put this on but it's cool like how the wrestlers still want want to do that as well mm-hmm. so what would you what what's the last wrestling event both of y'all watched like live Ooh. I don't know about live, man. What about you, Chris? <laughs> uh, I watch. Well, I mean, I've been watching the ones that have been recorded uh, at the facility. So I watched Monday, Monday mm-hmm. night. Uh, I, I tried to make it out. I know. Uh, I don't know if it was this last Royal Rumble or the Rumble before that. It was out here in Phoenix. So I tried to make it out to that. Didn't get a chance to. Um, but so I haven't seen one actually live in person for a while since I was probably younger. But uh, on TV, I've been watching pretty regularly Monday and Friday nights. Caught that WrestleMania, so I've been trying to keep up. Uh, last five six weeks. I feel you. I feel you. I'm pretty hardcore. So I'm still watching. Still watching these empty arena shows every once in a while. You know, when's then else mm-hmm. Uh I still uh, right before COVID, I was set to go to um, 
uh, Supercard of Honor down in Lakeland on April 4th. You know, that got all canceled and whatnot. I've been going to NXT and all that. So, you know, I'm still I'm still hardcore. So, Chef, mm-hmm. I, I got a question to ask. Post-COVID, after WWE, you know, gets fans back into the arena and all that, what would bring – because you said, you know, you don't even remember the last live event you've watched, seen, whatever. What would bring you back as a as a non-fan or a casual fan in your regards? What would bring you back to WWE post-COVID? Um, I mean, like for me, I'm just one of the, so like for me, I, you know, I grew up watching like the Triple H, the Stone Cold, like, uh, some of those guys and you, like what gets my attention would be when you hear those guys return because you get like, let's say like DX return and you're like, Oh, you know, like I haven't seen him in a long time. Kind of just jog your memory. You know, me and DeMario kind of talked about this on, on one of our shows is that. It's nice to kind of go back and revisit some of your childhood memories, and just because those are some of your fun times. So sometimes I kind of tune into those shows here and there. I mean, I don't know how reasonable it is, but for me personally, it would be just kind of, I don't know, maybe like a relation of trying to mix in some old school wrestlers that are available Mm -hmm. still to do this and do like one big, but the reunion thing is, it happens all the time from my understanding. I'm tuned into that, but and then you want to capture my attention consistently, right? So I feel like some way, somehow to do that. Okay, let me ask you a quick question then. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rattle out five names. I'm going to see if you know them. Because these are kind of five of the current stars. Uh, Drew McIntyre. No. <laughs> um, the Fiend. That's <laughs> no. Okay. Know, but, uh... Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair sounds familiar. That sounds familiar because of, of, of Twitter. Okay. Okay. Sasha Banks. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, I know Sasha Banks. Okay. Okay. How, okay. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll skip that. Uh, okay. <laughs> who's another man? Uh, Johnny Gargano. No. Okay. Okay. How are you aware of Sasha Banks? I mean that's that's because of Instagram first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, I think ESPN. ESPN has promoted Sasha Banks. So if you're hot. gonna, if yeah, Instagram and Twitter, like social media is is driving some of this, and and then ESPN's coverage too. I mm-hmm. think when they start to include some of these things in in, in the mix of their Instagram posts, and you're gonna get that. Uh, I'm gonna pay attention at that point. But yeah, that's that's how I would say mostly, you know. Of course, because of you, Marcus. Okay. Are you aware of AEW? Yes. Do you know who their champion is? I do not know their champion. Okay. Let me ask you this: What drove you away from wrestling? Um, I think just playing, um, focusing more like on basketball when I was. When I was growing up playing sports, I started got we got involved more when you start to play like one focus on one sport, and you know mm-hmm. at that point where you think you were going to make the NBA, that's kind of what drove me. Mm-hmm. So did wrestling stop entertaining you? Um, I would say at some point uh, it did stop. Um, there was a transition where you you kind of just I don't know I think like early in your teens you kind of get a little bit more focus on different things. 
mm-hmm. sports, playing sports, and then um, I think at one point we just kind of like didn't really have like cable TV for like a year in my family, and you know there was no way for me to watch it. So I think that's what happened. You know there was a mm-hmm. point where we weren't just able to just turn on. Is uh, uh, it still on uh, USA? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we weren't able to turn on USA and just get it. You know, this is way back before we had the ability to stream devices. So I think that that the combination of the focus of just wanting to play a sport probably drove me away. Okay. Chris, you ever take any breaks from wrestling? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big break, man. Right now, um, I mean, yeah, basically last like fifteen years. <laughs> I mean, I've been uh I've definitely, like, you know, kept in. I mean, John Cena, you know, kept it, I mean, alive. I feel like they've had, like, their big names that have kept them, you know, alive since mm-hmm. since the uh, Triple H and The Rock and the Mankind days. I mean, Undertaker is still around. I know Kane was still around for a little bit. Um, I mean, I, uh, yeah, the breaks, I mean, I feel like it just kind of little, lost its edge a little bit. I mean, that's along with a lot of things, too, This you know, this day and age, yeah. just, like, the, the, chip, the chippiness of it. Just like, you know, I mean, and I can kind of see, like, the essence of some of the older superstars that they kind of try to bring in today. Um, Like, you know, with The Fiend and with, you know, Kevin Owens. I mean, they try try to, like, you know, bring these, you know, they try to tap into what they had before, but it's just not, for me at least, it's just not the same. Um, I don't know. They need to just, I don't know how you you change it. I mean, because it's more popular than ever really now. So it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe it's just for me, that nostalgia for it's just never going to be the same. But um, I mean, it is more popular than ever, even just now with it being international and just, I mean, they couldn't ask for anything better right now, just the way that wrestling as a whole has been going. So me, I'm not the biggest, um, you know, I'm not the target demographic, I feel like. Honestly, they're looking for, you know, new people. You know, I don't know. There's really no excuse, though, for my, for my uh, you know, absence from it, though, really, honestly. Mm-hmm. Do you think they've yeah. more targeted towards kids lately? Yeah, yeah. I think it's more of like a family-friendly product that you can, mm-hmm. you know, bring your, bring your family to compared to where maybe back in the day it was a little bit more gritty, you know. Um, even, I mean, yeah. I feel like, yeah, they definitely, even even with, like, the characters that they do bring out. And, I mean, I'm not, I haven't never been, like, that deep. I mean, there's some people that I, I would imagine that are just, like, really deep into wrestling, all different. I mean, there's so many smaller divisions and so many smaller, you know, just coming up and throughout the different countries internationally, just how wrestling is perceived and stuff. So it's just, like, um, I mean, I... Some in some cultures, I feel like it's just like from a, from being a kid, you know, that's that's just what, what's in the culture. So mm-hmm. um, they're trying to like you know uh, imitate that as, as much as they can, really. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're not. I feel like WWE is not as much entrenched in the culture as they used to be, but they're trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trying, are they, Chef? Because they gave a title. They gave a title to your boy, didn't they? <laughs> that's right, baby. That's Isn't right. Gronk's the current 24-7 champion. That's right. How do you, how do you feel about, you that, feel about that? How, <laughs> you, how do you feel about the championship you know, in, in general? Them having a but, championship. I mean, look, so that's like another thing where, like, 
you know, Rob Gronkowski, he, you know, he outside of WWE is just like an entertainer. And like to bring him in, I thought it was perfect because, but now he's back in the league. You have, you have this 24 7 champion. You can start to kind of cross a little bit and hopefully, you know, there's no like copyright and whatever issues to hold it up, but you can kind of cross a little bit into the NFL world, uh, you know, and for kind of bring Gronk into it. What, what's, what would be so cool would be to see, like Gronk involved on like a show where, you know, he's walking into a stadium or practice randomly and then you just see him like attack or something. Like that's like what I was trying to referencing to a little earlier. I guess I should have probably wanted to say was, you know, you can kind of see that happen versus just having to tune in. So kind of just like cross promoting, I guess would be the word I'm looking for. I think that'd be pretty cool. But I mean, he, he like guys like that, like he kind of just gave up on football for a little while and then, they pitched him an idea and a contract. I mean, but the thing is, that's what like kept me interested, and like I knew like he had that venture where he was going that right, who was going that route. And um, you know, there's been guys throughout, you know, time of history here that have gone kind of bounced back in between. You know, you have like Ronda Rousey, like a big name in UFC, and she transitions into you know WWE. So I mean, that helps. That helps the wrestling as a whole. Like, you know, it's kind of difficult when you think of like a Ronda Rousey because she went from like straight up fighting to like you know more entertainment but a guy like rob he's an entertainer and he's a big muscle head like why not like that's like <laughs> that's perfect so do you think wwe bringing in more like mainstream stars would help its bottom line help its you know public quota i guess yeah yeah i mean i i would say so i mean why not like just it's entertainment you know as long as we have familiar names in entertainment we're all going to kind of have all eyes mm-hmm. peel for that um you know i mean like when was the last time and it sounds like they're superstars i'm not aware of but like how many of them are, are organically grown you know like the rock like stone cold i think like you kind of have to have like this like this branding that's known like worldwide and i kind of just don't feel it because the last thing that i can remember and last thing i i'm aware of is like like john cena is such a familiar face in like the mm-hmm. last like couple of decades versus like anyone else i can think of and the, the sasha Banks. well kind of uh, what happened is you had about five years ago five six years ago maybe seven if you <laughs> want to be go back though where vince and the wwe said look we're taking all the hot indie talent and we're just buying them and you had this influx of talent in the WWE where, like, all the internet people knew them, but they weren't really homegrown talents because they were grown elsewhere. And right. WWE expected, you know, we're just going to bring all these fans. All the But this is the thing, like, you didn't really add fans by adding these people because the people who knew who Johnny Gargano was when he was Johnny Wrestling, people who knew who Aleister Black was, those are the same people. So you're not really adding new fans. You're just bringing in more stuff your already existing fans like. So, Shep, how did, like, you know, Ronda Rousey, did that move the needle for you? Did did that bring you back into WWE a little bit when that happened? That whole no, run? No, I just, I just think, like, watching a highlight of her was good enough because, but the thing is, since the way she went out in UFC, it was, like, the, the worst and saddest way. And then, mm-hmm. you know, she comes out with the whole, and nothing, nothing against her, but, and, you know, get, don't get me wrong, I, I don't, condone it but you know the whole depression thing that she went through publicly like kind of came out and admit that like all that stuff is you know it's good to acknowledge that but then it's it's just the transition of okay one you know you went in got your ass whooped in the ufc then two 
you know, you went through your personal things, started talking about more of the entertainment business. You were completely left behind, like, one, like, career in, like, world where people took you serious to go into a world that's straight entertainment. It's kind of like giving up. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's like, all right, she just kind of took the easy right, way out for her. Um, but, I mean, regardless, it's still something that worked out best, hopefully it'll work out best for her life and for her happiness, of course. But, like, you know, Gronk was different. Like, Gronk is a guy you know. He's just a party animal. He comes in, and he still gets to keep his same personality. And <laughs> just watching some of the clips of him, you just kind of just laugh and shake your head. It, but, it, but it's entertaining. Like, it's it, it piques the interest. So, but, I mean, it's a good point. You brought up, like, you want new followers, not just some of the same followers and just more of it. It's, you know, you want some new followers in there. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of cross-branding is what they mm-hmm. need. So you say a lot about entertainment. When you think about WWE, do you give a fuck about the wrestling? Yeah, I mean that's but that's the part of it. It's it, that's the entertainment part of it. Like you mm-hmm. know, that's to watch people sit there and talk all the time isn't like that's not what wrestling is. Like when people mm-hmm. think like you should just watch wrestling, like watch people like talk. Because I was a fan at one point. You know, you watch The Rock. Like it's about watching the actual like choreograph like part of wrestling and, and kind of taking the appreciation that not everybody kind of does this or trains for this and that's what like with most sports so it's like you gotta like sit down and really watch these guys do that because like i'm interested in seeing gronk like wrestle like i don't want to just see him i he, gronk can record a video on youtube or his his myspace or his facebook or his <laughs> instagram for us you know like gronk can sit there and do that at any point in time he wanted to but what about, like, how does he wrestle? Like, watching that, like, you know, we watched the uh, the 24-7 um, title, how he got it. Like, I, I literally watched it. I'm like, I want to see how he got the title. Mm-hmm. So you want to actually see these people in the ring? Yeah, like, yeah that would be, that's a part of it, too. Okay. All right. What about you, Chris? How do you feel about celebrities, like, coming into wrestling? Because, like, we've had spots where, you know, celebrities interact or wrestlers, and it's usually the celebrities embarrassing wrestlers. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it's always kind of been there, um, you know, even with the Donald Trump, you know, bringing these people in. Uh, I mean, to what extent you bring them in is kind of, you know, uh, you know, it's remained to be seen, I guess, with that 24-7 championship, they kind of leave the door open to a lot of different things. So, um, and, and they've done that with that championship, letting kind of different people get that, you know, and that's kind of a way to keep, you know, you know. Uh, other eyes on the product so uh, mm-hmm. ultimately yeah ultimately yes for sure you want to see like different different people cross branding yeah from different sports different uh you know entertainment um yeah i mean it's it's all, nothing but nothing but good for the for the brand at the end of the day but should the wwe be focusing on making its people the brand because let's say you have like gronk ronda and Brock, okay, let's see, here's a perfect example. The last the last Super Showdown card, it was Brock Lesnar, Tyson Fury, Cain uh, Velasquez, and Braun Strowman were the headliners. Mm-hmm. Bra- Braun Strowman was the only person who was a WWE, like, born and bred, like, trained-up wrestler. You can, say, you can say Brock Lesnar was, but, you know, he went other places. You know, he had a background in actual right. real sports. Uh, Ron Strowman of that pack is the only pure sports entertainer in that facet. So 
WWE basically relied on no homegrown talent to sell probably its biggest show of the year. I'm WrestleMania excluded, but, you know, it's selling that for $10 anyway. So, does WWE not have any stars, Chef? Because you can't even name any of them. I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, you know, <laughs> like, did I miss something like happened? Because that that does I'm kind of embarrassed to be on the show now. <laughs> like to the name of them, like, well, Sasha Banks. I got one for five. You count Sasha Banks, but you know, I mean, the thing is, though, like that's that's the thing. I'm kind of figuring out like where currently is WWE at because you know, you had Gronk recently. That I can remember, you know, Ronda Rousey. I mean, I'm, I'm sure she's a little bit more removed. Um, I would say so because, but the thing is that that you know, kind of what I was thinking about, like when you mentioned some of the wrestlers just now, was think about some of the stars that kind of had to branch out and cross brand. Like we saw The Rock take off, um, but the, uh, you know Batista, right? So you have him mm-hmm. in different movies. Obviously now big in the Marvel movies. Um, I mean, the Brock, Brock Lesnar went other places, came back. Um, you know, Rob Gronkowski was, was somebody that was never really organic, but, you know, I mean, there's other guys that have, and other guys and gals have taken the route where they've gone, like, the acting route or made appearances somewhere else, which kind of help which helps the brand, um, but that's kind of, like, always been the tradition, if you, in my opinion, because, you know, again, like, The Rock takes his pauses here and there, he comes in and out, and he would do movies and come back. The same thing with, you know, Batista coming in and out, and then, but, I mean, I get it. You kind of want to have a consistency, like, you know, like, when we grew up, we watched, like, the tag team, the Dudley Brothers, the Hardy Brothers, you know, you had your tag teams, you know, Edge and Christian, and then, you know, you had your main stars, like The Rock, you know, going back in the day, you know, when I watched the women, you know, Trish Stratus, you know, Lita, like, some of those, like, names, it's just, like, those were, like, built up, and they were strictly, you know, you know who they were, they were superstars, like, it was, like, no, they're WWE superstars, it's not actor slash wrestler, it's, that's what they were for. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that, Chris? I, I agree with him. Yeah, no, it's true, I mean, yeah, everything you said is exactly true, um, ah, oh, man. Yeah, it's just tough. Like, nowadays, the homegrown talent, it's, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I feel like the UFC has a similar problem, too. It's just, like, tough. Look, who do you decide, like, who's going to be popular, you know? It's, like, kind of, it's, it's tough. I mean, I don't even know. Like, I was watching some of those old uh, John Cena videos, and it's, like, crazy to see how big he got, you know? Like, it just kind of just depends on, like, how you get big. Like, they can only push somebody so far. Mm-hmm. And it's up to the up to that actor to, to sell you know sell it and just to you know I mean it's tough I mean I know the women have been carrying I feel like I feel like a lot of it's the women like I was saying the the WWE women's have been I know they moved away from the divas a little bit but I feel like that when that was going on they that was holding them up a lot and the social media aspect of it they're still you know all mm-hmm. these guys still have a good following on social media so um. Yeah. Well, that's a good direction, though. Like, you know, to get rid of, like, kind of the diva look and go more, like, you know, on an equal playing field almost, it seems like. I mm-hmm. mean, that's a pretty cool direction. I mean, ironically, I knew, like, a little bit about, about them, <laughs> you know, with Sasha yeah. Banks. But, I mean, I mean, but the thing is, like, the, the knowing is there. I mean, if anybody pays attention to, like, sports just in general, like, across the board, it's just, like, you know, they're still there. Like, how many times do we watch, like, a, a sports game and, you know, you're either at Staples. I know, like, in Orlando, like, for us, you know, there's you go to the Magic game and it's like, oh, you know, WWE superstars here and, you know, there's a couple of them sitting courtside. So it's still, like, 
people will still recognize, you know, WWE superstars. Like, I probably wouldn't as just being someone that's very casual about everything when it comes to sports, but th- th- it's there. Um, what about, mm. like, this, this, you know, just to kind of like go into, like, the, the AEW, like, what's the difference? You know, because AEW gets that promotion. Like, the promotion is there. Like, it's there. Like, I know about it. It's just that I don't know who's in it. It doesn't mm-hmm. have a face. Well, Chris Jericho's Chris Jericho's supposed to be the face. But they're kind of like playing second fiddle to WWE. And COVID got horrible timing for them because they were really about to put right. out a huge event, you know, right before this happened. But Are they still uh, going on right now? Yeah, yeah, they're still they're still doing their uh, Wednesday shows. They're still doing Dynamite. Uh, I, they're getting pushed because you know they're on TNT. They got the Turner Network behind them. So anywhere you see Turner, they're gonna you're gonna see AEW. Right. So they're getting a big they're gonna get a big push. But uh, as far as a face, I guess you could say it's Jericho. But like I said, you know they, they they don't really have that big of a media presence to say like one of them has face. I guess to the internet it would be Jericho, their champ John Moxley. I'm sure you you, you ever hear of Dean Ambrose? Uh, Chevy? I have not. Okay, you don't even know his other name. Uh, how about Ro- <laughs> How about Roman Reigns? Yeah, Roman Reigns is from there. Okay, okay, you know Roman Seth Rollins. Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. How about Kenny Omega? That that sounds familiar, but I don't even know what that look what what a Kenny Omega looks like. Okay, he's he's another big face from AEW. So there's kind of like a murkiness. So would you, if, if, so you would have no diff, no way of differentiating between a WWE superstar and an AEW wrestler. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good Matt, point. Matt Hardy's AEW, okay. <laughs> yeah, Matt Hardy. Yeah, yeah. He just he just switched over a couple of weeks, two weeks ago. Probably, weeks ago yeah, yeah, I mean that's a good question. Probably not actually, and that that's a good point. I probably wouldn't either. Um, I saw some of the Hardy brothers too recently, and probably this is I, I might have guessed AEW for Matt Hardy though because I think I saw something about mm-hmm. two weeks ago. They were doing a show. They, they're doing family shows too, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I saw a little clip of them um, of that, and um, but see, I mean, that captures your attention when you kind of see some of those familiar names for somebody that's mm-hmm. like in my like era and age range. You know, it just really depends what like group you're trying to target back and trying to get into it. You know, do, do you? Okay, so the modern kind of look of a wrestler isn't the flashy, flamboyant like '80s, '90s guy. You know, they're not as big, they're not as you know loud, and you know, not as drugged up. <laughs> Chris, Chris, do you miss Chris? Do you miss that wrestler as as opposed to today? Do you think like if Johnny Gargano was more Macho Man than Johnny Wrestling? Do you think WWE would be more pop, popular? Do you think Drew McIntyre needs to start you know talking about his vitamins and you know coming out to Real America and things like that? You know that kind of drastic character shift. I mean, yeah. I don't know if there's. I don't know if it's like. Do they? I don't know if they have like a. Do they have, like, a leeway with what they're able to say? Like, I don't know if mm-hmm. they're, like, you know, they have to stick to the script, so to say, or, like, what, you know. But I feel like, yeah, back in the day, they were able to go a little bit more off the cuff and just, like, kind of play it up a little bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, I would definitely would like to see that. When I, I mean, yeah, that's that's all I think about it back in the day is like that, you know. 
the mankinds, just like the over the top, and uh, you didn't even like really think about it being like you know that it was you know that it was acting at all. Really, I, you didn't really think of it like that. From I mean, from my standpoint, you mm-hmm. know. back when kayfabe was still alive. Mhm, mhm. Trevor, you familiar with kayfabe? I'm not. Sure. All right, so kayfabe is the world of wrestling as in the world of wrestling. So, you know, like, Chris Jericho is, you know, Chris Jericho in real life, but then there's Chris Jericho, the wrestler. There's, you know, Roman Reigns, Joe now in real life, and there's Roman Reigns, kayfabe. Right. So, on Twitter, you have Roman Reigns as Joe Anai sometimes, and it's weird, because you don't know if he's tweeting, you know, as Roman Reigns or something. And there'll be times where, you know, he's talking about, you know, his leukemia on camera, things like that, etc. That makes sense. Okay. And social media has played a part in, you know, the breaking of kayfabe because, you know, you have people showing their everyday lives. Right. Where in, you know, to contrast back in the day, Macho Man would be interviewed at his home as Macho Man. Like, there, was, there wasn't any distinction between the two. Do you think that de-blurring has ruined the experience a little bit? Yeah, I, I would say so, too, because now, you know, it's just across the board, and it's so different because you have access to everybody's lives. You have access to, you know, based, based on what they post, and, and you get to see sometimes, like, the real genuine person versus, like, what they're scripted to be within wrestling. Um, I mean... Because, yeah, when we, when we were growing up, like, we didn't get to really... There was no Facebook or Twitter or Instagram Live to see some of these, these people. Mm-hmm. We, the most we got was, like, an interview, right? Like, The Rock would sit down and just have a formal interview about a movie, and then it was, like, he would still do something where, you know, he was it was The Rock. Like, he knew he was The Rock, or he'd be, like, he'd say something. You are like, oh, yeah, he's still kind of, like, in character a little bit. It's almost like, you know, he's yeah. like The Mummy, right? Like, The Mummy movie. If you ever look at those, like, interviews, like, the red carpet premieres, like, you look at that, he's like, oh, he's just smiling, standing there, but you still feel like he's like, oh, shit, he's like the actor. Like, you know, he's still the rock. Like, he's still, like, would just somebody try to tackle, tackle him, he would still bust out and, like, whip someone's ass. So it's like, I feel like it, it kind of does, man, a little bit. It kind of, like, you know, it kind of makes a little bit more transparency that we might not, might not help the character too much. Um, mm-hmm. It could be that, man. It, you know, it's a good point, just kind of looking at it. It's really... Because, like, you know, you had the whole, like, Triple H injury. I mean, you have real injuries sometimes, and, like, they kind of play on from them. But, you know, it's tough. That, that is a tough one right there. Like, what do you do? Restrict people from, like, using social media when, when they're a wrestler and they're that popular? You know, like, it's a little mm-hmm. difficult line to cross right there. That's true. That's true. Chris, how do you feel? Uh, I feel like that's um, well. That's just like yeah, it's crazy to think about that because like in some aspects or some different sports, it's uh, it's helped them out a lot. You know, being able to get closer to the fit, to you know, and even in wrestling too. You know, you're gonna get more fans like that. But then it also, on the other hand, it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah, that's like the one thing to where it's gonna be like it's tough to. Like Chevy said, yeah, you you would only see these guys so much, and that helps play into the fact that you're believing that these guys, you know, that everything is exactly 100% real. So it's like mm-hmm. whenever you do get that extra access, it kind of just you're just picking away at the at the actual thing until it actually breaks, and then you know 
you actually or you catch them the one time, you know, like you're saying, you all it takes that one time to where they break out of the character and then, you know, now, you know, it's all up for you. So it's kind of tough. Uh, it's a catch twenty two, really. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's why it's just like, yeah, stuff. You guys remember the point where uh, the time where um, you know Vince McMahon was supposedly blown up in that limo? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like we all like it was then, almost then, so believable. Like we thought. Like, and the thing is, though, like you, the only thing we would have like back in that time was like maybe like an internet article to see if it was real, right? Like the World Wide Web, but like uh-huh. we didn't have smartphones or Instagram or like you know TMZ walking around following him. Like, oh, Vince McMahon blew up, but here he is today enjoying a, you know a brunch out in LA or wherever he was at. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, there wasn't like there wasn't like they they almost yeah, promoted it like that. Like like Vince like like even like uh, regular media kind of like took and ran the story. It was like, oh, last night Vince McMahon, you know, was supposedly blown up, and I remember a couple of news articles kind of like not really. They kind of played along with it versus like saying, you know, oh, here's a, here's a uh, scripted, you know, where last night it was almost like, you know, it was real. It felt real to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, wrestling's wrestling sure has changed, man. I don't know. I wish because you can't keep, you know, bringing back, you know, these older wrestlers because they're getting older. But at the same time, they're the only people. Exactly. They're the only people grabbing casual fans because you know, right? Sadly, sadly, there's no connection between these new group of stars, and you know, you could blame WWE about it. You could say it's you know the stars' fault. I don't know. It's a it's a it's a weird uh, it's a weird word to place blame. That's at. what. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, how many times can we really do that? How many times do you have a reunion show? I mean, once a year is pretty cool. It's like you know the annual reunion show, and you you probably get like that you know, extra few thousands or millions of viewers on that on that night because, you know, it's everybody else kind of just tunes in or whatever. And it has, I would say do it on a night, like in the summertime, where there's only like really baseball going on and, you know, not other sports, of course. Do it like in the summertime. So you, you have kids at home, you know, it's the summertime. Most families are hanging out, you know, so both age groups can kind of get into it. So it would be the perfect time if, if I was producing Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, it's but it's a broken record. Like how many times can you really do it over and over? Like I said, annually is cool, which is fine. But like, do you always want to bring in some just like older wrestler? I mean, how long can that last? How long can they last? You know, it's, um, I, I so I would agree with that. And then I, I just think like the marketing has to take a different direction too. So first, like you know, build them up within the, the sport before having them go out and venture to them. And you, but you can't hold someone's career back. But of course, it's like okay. Like, build them up. Like, like a John Cena. Like, you build them up. John Cena now, it, it was all over, right? Like, he was in movies. He's, he was doing, you know, TV shows. Um, he's, he's, he's kind of doing different things now. But it's just like, it was John Cena which was was the man to a lot of kids. Like, in after, mm-hmm. I, I feel like after my generation. But there's, like, no connection, I guess. Because even with social media, which is weird, just, like, no connection from, like, the younger fans and the new superstars. It's kind of like you have to grow up with them. Like, like you, you like, I guess us, we grew up with The Rock, so, like, we're kind of seeing him kind of just grow from what he was up until now to this big superstar. But mm-hmm. if he still came back, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I would sit down and dedicate, you know, maybe every Monday night to watch him. 
because, you know, I'm looking for something new and different. You know, we kind of know what The Rock is about. But the, thing, the problem is, is that The Rock has been exposed to social media now. Mm-hmm. And we know what he's about. Like, now, to me, The Rock is the most softest guy in the whole wide world <laughs> versus the, what he was when we watched wrestling. Because now, you know, he's such a very caring, big teddy bear type of guy because, pause, because, um, you know, he's just we've seen the, very... We've seen, we've seen Dwayne Johnson. We've seen him, and that's the problem is that we saw him. He's lost his father. He's he's shown emotion. He has kids. Like he's showing his like uh, it was his daughter now. It's little young daughter. It's and then his older daughter. It's crazy, man. Like we've seen him become a full blown his life, and that's mm-hmm. probably part of the reason. It's kind of hard to just go back and say, okay, we got you know fifty year old the rock five year old he is, and kind of seeing him in that light's different. I mean, of course, you know we we've kind of grown up too as well, but. Uh, it would be cool, though, to still have, like, a superstar that's, like, the man, like, like the man or the girl, and be like, actually, you know, both. Like, if you have one, like, have, like, this badass, like, woman wrestler, have this badass, like, superstar man wrestler, and, like, like, as a grown man, you can be like, yo, let's go watch wrestling with your, like, with my son, you know, be like, let's go watch this superstar, just watch something, mm-hmm. kind of connect that way. So, let me ask you guys this. What would be a hot angle that would keep you guys glued to wrestling for three months from one pay-per-view to the next. Like what would, what would be a program any wrestling promotion could put on that would like draw you in? Like, would it be like a love angle? Like, Oh, he's trying to take my girlfriend. Would it be like, you know, just a simple championship angle between two really good wrestlers? Like what would, what would bring you in? I mean, I think, like, again, like, it's going to sound like cross-promotion, but I think, like, we kind of have to go the route of, like, let's go ahead and start to focus on... I'm not sure if this still happens. So it seems like when you watch wrestling, everything is just within the building, within the ring. Does anything happen outside? You know, like, we saw Vince McMahon get <laughs> blown up in the mode, like... Exactly. With well with kayfabe dead, they don't really do as much, you know, extraneous things. Like they'll be like, Oh, someone got jumped in the parking lot or like, you know, someone, you know, got jumped backstage. Yeah, it's kinda just, you know, some people get jumped backstage every once in a while. There's no like, oh, he killed my father or they'll be like like the the most the most uh I guess yeah, I guess there's just love triangles left. That's kind of the only real thing they get to in wrestling, I guess. I mean, well, I mean, with that, let's say, like, okay, let's say we take, like, uh, like an eight-month storyline, right? Like, you, you start it off, you you know, you kind of have it kind of fuel up until WrestleMania or even, like, you know, use WrestleMania as, like, one of, like, the peaks or the climax of it, mm-hmm. right? Like, kind of just including, and, and unfortunately for some of these wrestlers, they're going to have to agree to kind of lay low for a little bit off of social media or kind of lay, you know, off of posting some of their everyday lives um, off of social media just to play the angle and kind of make it seem realistic. You know, I think that's probably the thing. And, and let it lead, let it lead up until the fight. So it's kind of like, you know, you can talk about the UFC. Like, there's so much trash talk in the UFC to the point where you want to see it happen. Like, we, like Chris, you know, you watch UFC and you're like, all right, like, these guys are going to go at it. Connor's talking all this shit. Like, you know, he's coming back finally. So it's like, you kind of have to want to see, like, that stuff. But the WWE, like, it's it's an entertainment value where you can start pushing boundaries and kick them out 
a door and being like, all right, like there's there's no limits to this. So like kind of go, like the 24/7 title, like the old name of Gronk. Gronk's gonna have a different attention once the NFL season starts, right? He's gonna have a different mm-hmm. focus. But let's say that's in somebody else's hand. Start to take that out in the real world. Like maybe just have like a surprise, like something pop up somewhere in some city or like you know you it's get something authentic filmed. <laughs> They just pop up and have these guys wrestle somewhere or just fight each other or try to beep and then, you know, have it on TMZ, pay TMZ a little bit of money to have it kind of like broadcast and think it's real. So I think okay. you have to take that social media angle and say, and try to make it on social media and make it push forward to lead into a show so you can kind of hype the show up. That's probably my best guess. Okay. Okay. I like the idea. I like the idea. How about you, Chris? What would you do to book some people back into wrestling? Uh, I mean, for me, I think it's going to have to be just going with a little bit of every, like, I mean, it's not. It's not like it's not working now. I mean, they're getting the viewers. They're getting. I mean, they're getting. I mean, they're building their brand internationally. It's just. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I don't know. I need to get a little bit more into the. Uh huh. I need to get a little bit more into the, like the, the development part of it to see like where they find these guys. Like how, like you said, when WWE they bought up a bunch of that talent six, seven years ago. Like, where did all those guys come from? Maybe trimming some of the fat and just, like, letting some of the other guys rise to the top, cream of the crop. I don't know. I'm sure, like, any other business, politics and favoritism goes into it as well. Yeah. So it's like, um, I mean, it's tough. I mean, it's, I know it seems like a lot of nepotism, too, as well, from what I'm seeing. Just from, mm-hmm. like, the outside looking in, coming in late like that. It seems like a lot of people, if you know, you know, if you have family in the industry, um, yeah. you kind of have you kind of have the upper hand doing that. So, I mean, it's a lot of, I mean, the Charlotte Flair angle, that's, like, really interesting for somebody like me, uh, just seeing, like, that, somebody as popular as Ric Flair, and then having his daughter being that, um, that into it. I'm interested to see, like, where, you know, The Rock's daughter, how, you know, how they're going to implement her and stuff. I know she's really early on in the development, yep, but, yep. so, I mean, just having, like, any family storylines, I mean, like you said, it's really tough with the dying of the kayfabe, but it's, like, you got to try to just keep it alive in, in whatever aspect you can. If I'm sure some guys are going to be a little bit more open to it than others, too, like having that be like a part of their life, you know, basically 24-7 like that. You know, some guys want to be able to turn the switch on and off. So, uh, yeah, it's just tough, man. You got to find some guys that are really dedicated to, like, the sport and really um, who want to who see the, you know, the brand – just get get to work and get to because I mean it's it's doing good but it can definitely definitely get better. Yeah, I, feel well, you. I mean almost it almost feels like a lack of creativity in a sense in, in, from my like angle. Like you just kind of have these you have these roadblocks. You have some of these you know issues. You have like social media kind of you know taking away some of the aspects where you can start to you know t- take away some of the realistic at you know effect that some of these guys have since the kayfabe you know is dying so it's like damn like 
oh, you guys couldn't create something else, just kind of have some different ideas. I mean, kind of use it to your advantage, too, you know, like, a lot of these guys might have, like you said, they might have their different accounts, um, you know, the WWE, you know, if, no, I'm not sure how well their social medias are, you know, compared to, you know, what's going on in, in different sports, like, you know, you get the NBA, you get the MLB, they kind of push their own on their I don't follow them, so I don't know, but I'm assuming that WWE should do that or has a good has a good social media website. But oh, yeah, they got a they got a huge social media presence. WWE, it's pretty much all yeah, that's their so, biggest presence. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, I'm I probably don't follow all of them. Obviously, I follow like some of the wrestlers, but. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't follow all of them, but I just feel like just the lack of creativity is like, all right, like, how can we use this to our advantages versus us hurting? Yeah, I think, like, that's just kind of got to be the imagination of everybody under, like, the creative group to say, all right, like, we're kind of screwed when it comes to kayfabe and, like, trying to make things as realistic as possible, but how can we use this as to our advantage? Mm-hmm. And then just kind of just get people more involved with uh, you know, I don't know. It's kind of hard. Does that matter to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, probably not to Vince. No, views, I mean, views are king. Views are advertising. Views are everything. So, do you think, you think the answer is to build more stars or bring in more stars? I, I mean, I was, I'm on the page of building, I mean, you know, the, the whole, you know, facility where, you know, these guys are out, you know, they have guys and gals, I should say, at this time, working up and trying to coach and train them up, I mean, that, that's cool, like, that's an opportunity to take advantage of, and it's like, if that's not happening right now, like, what the hell is going on with the facility? That's what I'm going to question. So, <laughs> I mean, because sure. the thing is, again, you, you start them off with, you start them off where, you know, where they're at home, WWE. Yeah, I mean, it's not a big deal to go do a movie, go do a TV show or, you know, something. You know, and um, once they play those characters they come back home and it's just a cross platform and then how many times like you know we grew up and we watched the rock you know BBA movies and i'm sure but he's done it's like you know they cross so hard and heavy to the point where you're like okay i'm gonna watch the rock i know where to go find them i know where to go find the rock i know where to go find you know whoever uh-huh. John Cena. like i know where to go find them they're yeah. they're on wwe so it's like Build them up first, then let them venture out. And then, I mean, it's still not saying new people. You know, you can take in others. Having a celebrity is cool. It's been a part. Like, I've seen, like, full, like, memes with, uh, like, you know, ringside WWE. How many times have you seen the Donald Trump clips be made? Like, it's yeah. so fun to have that interaction with celebrities. That's true. How about you, Chris? What do you feel? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, Wait, what was the question again? Repeat the question. Sorry. Uh, do you think, like, WWE should focus more on what they have? You know, oh, it's a little, try to yeah. build up someone's profile I'll, or I'll try to bring in someone. Okay. A little mixture of both. Just because, um, 
the people, I mean, I, you see it in other sports and other industries and even in music and stuff. You need to cross, you know, you need to have the cross genres and stuff. You need to be, to be a successful artist. You know, you got to mm-hmm. have to be able to, you're going to have to be able to, to do different, different songs with different artists and kind of just get outside of your comfort zone. So uh, I think just doing that, I mean, I, I really like the, I mean, I, and that's what kind of these, these closed set, um, these closed set shows have kind of like changed it up a little bit. They're able to do a little bit of some different things. They're able to do some of those pre-recorded um, uh-huh. matches and stuff. And, you know, even with this money in the bank coming up, they're able to do like something a little bit different that you weren't necessarily able to do when you have like, you know, a live, live audience like that. So, I mean, they're, I mean, they're doing, I mean, even just being around right now is helping them. I feel like, I mean, if you could like even track from the beginning of COVID to the now, you know, just to see, you know, how much their popularity has gained, you know, just to be able to be the only game in town and also be able to innovate and change on the fly. It's helped them. So I think this moving forward can help them um, being able to be successful in any climate, really. I mean, you got to, you always want to promote people and stuff like that. And it seems like they've been, they have a really good emphasis on that, honestly. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's just like any other sport really where they have like a feeder system coming into it. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of, uh, a matter of how well you perform and I mean and you could tell too some of those guys you know aren't you know they're not ready you know it's like you're in that NXT for a reason you know you're you're down there trying yeah. to get better and stuff so it's like it's on those guys to get better and you know it's only yeah only time will tell really at the end of the day only time will tell yeah I agree I think it's funny because I think like looking back you know WWE's biggest period wrestling's biggest period I think was helped by you know the raw attitude area and the NWO and I think those are just two big marketing schemes that were organic to wrestling. And I don't think there's anything really big that's, like, organic to wrestling anymore. And I think the yeah. WWE, AEW, they need to build an organic movement from wrestling and go from there. But to wrap, wrap things up today, all right, so we got this 24-7 title. Y'all can give – it can go to anybody. I mean, we've had executives – from different companies win it. We've had Gronk win it. We've had, you know, just San- Santa's, Santa's been a 24-7 champion. <laughs> if y'all could put the 24-7 belt on anybody next, who are you putting it on? Chev, mm. you first. Oh, man. For, uh, you know, you know, Gronk. You can literally Gronk put it on anybody because you can put it on Santa. That's it, right. Right. I mean, hmm. I think that we have to kind of get we got to get a re- get away from um, from Rob for a second, and it's a really good question here. Um, I don't know, man, because the thing is, I think mean, Rob's gonna have a limited availability, and I, I want to think of somebody. I want to think of somebody who is gonna be able to. I think I want I want to th- I want somebody to get it right uh-huh. that can can cross promote right so it's, if anybody can get it, I'm just just trying to think of somebody that would be like big enough to like all right well they gotta give it to somebody it's like it's got like a social media presence I feel like some uh-huh. somebody that just has it that just taking around with it like I don't know like a TikTok star or something now I feel like just taking it around with it so they can always just be readily available. Mm-hmm. And just attack them twenty four seven. Just film those events always. Put them on social media. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. You guys have any idea? Like, I feel like I don't know who. I would give it to Dennis Rodman. Let Dennis Rodman want have De- it. <laughs> I want Dennis Rodman to have it. As long as Dennis, as long as Dennis can keep some of his colorful hair, I feel like he would just be just weird, awkward, like this just champion that would gain some sort of attention for a little while. And then mm-hmm. they should just pass it around, like, you know. I think she just pass it around for a little while. Yeah, Rob Gronkowski, he's been having it for the longest time now. It's crazy. He's had it for about a week? Yeah, it's been maybe more than a week. No, it's 29 days, man. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's about long. <laughs> 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 yeah, we didn't quarantine for that long, huh? No, but I mean, you know, it'd be cool. I'm just saying that just in light of everything that's going on with The Last Dance, but I mean... It, it, and that's the thing. I feel like they should do it with 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 just guys that could just purely entertain based on what's kind of like trending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There in the world right now, you know, obviously the last dance trending. Let let Dennis Rodman do some silly stuff. You know, let him let him hold it, and let him walk down the street one day, get knocked on the head, and. Somebody else taking a run with it, like the TikTok star or something. Like, you know, cross them a little bit in the corner that people involved in. You know, what about you, Chris? I want to see who you pick. Um, who would you pick, Chris? Me, I'm taking probably either Travis Scott or Drake. Travis Scott or Drake? Okay. okay. Somebody there. Drake might work. Kids. You got to get the kids involved, man. Somebody, one of these hype people, man. Hype beast. Drake might work. That's actually who, that's some good. That, that can slide, say, yeah. Man. It's tough to get. Uh, it'd be tough to get, you know. I'm wondering how much they're paying Rob even right now. For sure, mm-hmm. but it'd be tough. But yeah, I mean, just to get that cross branding. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's less than a year. I don't ago, personally would it. like to see Drake have it, but I mean that that I can see from like a promoting perspective. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. I agree with that. That's not a bad. My my choice is going to be LeBron. I think LeBron should have it. Okay. Someone, someone in the NBA should get it. I think like, I think like just because of face value, NBA players are more like valuable and marketable. And so I think I think LeBron would be a great choice. I think LeBron would be a great twenty four seven champion for a week. See, almost, especially like that. especially if the NBA like reopens, just give it to him. Just give it to him for like two days. Let him like you know have it at the at the first game intro back. And yeah, but you know, LeBron's not. Man, LeBron's not gonna oh. do that. Basketball. Look, look, Vince just Vince just took back three hundred million dollars because XFL failed. Oh. You can throw some money at him. <laughs> I mean, I just feel like LeBron is just it's just pride. It's not even just being like a LeBron. It's just his pride. Just well, you know, basketball is my focus. I ain't gonna take. It'd be cool though. I think I think LeBron's a good. I think he's a good one for it. You're right though. I think like it needs to be something like like more of like an athlete. Like like Rob like a football player guys let's let's pass it to an NBA player next. I mean I said Dennis because I think he just has time on his hands right now. What, what's Dennis doing? <laughs> just let him let him like he just seems like a very awkward like goofy guy to have it. And then the problem is it, there's no like kids appeal. Like yeah Drake is you know, Travis Scott's interesting though. Travis Scott kind of seems like an interesting fellow to get it. I just don't know how his skinny ass would, you know, win the title. <laughs> I mean, if Santa, if Santa can do it, anybody can do it. So it's Santa, Santa's yeah, team, man. That video. I gotta see that. That's crazy. Yeah, man, you gotta <laughs> check out. You gotta check out Santa winning the twenty four seven. Yep, happened on. Uh, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a Christmas special. That's funny. 
You gotta love WWE sometimes, man. You gotta love it. That is funny. No, but it's a cool concept, though. It's a really, it's a really cool concept. Like, it's different. Like, I think, I think it'll help. I think it'll help. Just, yeah, just pass it around for, you know, if you see. Just ride with time, man, you know? Like, I mean, Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen ain't gonna do it, but I mean, I'm just largely <laughs> that. But if you're trying to, it's just what happens, you know? You know, you go for the order. Like, oh, yeah, what's Dennis Rodman up to? Oh, he's over here winning a WWE championship? I would pay attention to it, you know. Mm-hmm. I think people, like, in our era would pay attention to it in order. Like, you know, uh, I think those people would be like, what, what the hell is Dennis Rodman up to? And then, you know, they, they pull up an article on their iPhone or something, and, you know, it's spread across social media. What the hell is Dennis Rodman doing? You get the older crowd, you know, that attention. Switch it over to somebody that, you know, gets the kid's attention a few weeks later and go from there and see what happens. Okay. So so we're all agreeing the 24-7 tiles, you know, decent marketing. Uh, campaign. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. Okay. okay. Different. Well, yeah. What if it's one of these people that's ran out and like tackled them during this? <laughs> I, 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 I wish my ass was there. I wish my ass was here when one of these go down, bro. My ass is getting down to myself. Like you better get my, sh- give me my <laughs> shit. Just open twenty four seven championship. Uh, content. I dig it. First I dig citizen it. And shit. First citizen. I mean, people, yeah. we're locked up twenty four seven, so. They might as well do something. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, my gosh. This is funny. Yeah, it's a good I mean, the, the, <laughs> it's the media fun. is great, man. It's great. It's great videos. Like, these guys. Oh, man. What's 25 years. Stuff that's going viral, man. This is stuff that's going viral. All these crazy, just whatever type of, you know, situations out in the public, like, it's got to just be an authentic, it, it's got to feel authentic, and what's authentic is, because you look at, the, you know, I don't know if you guys are into TikTok, but, like, you look at a TikTok video, it's, like, people, in, right now, everything is, like, people in their house, and they're they're living some stupid-ass, like, quarantine, like, uh, obnoxious video of messing with their siblings or parents, and it's, it's funny, because you can relate to it, almost, mm-hmm. so I think it's got to be, like, some, like, social media angle to it, take advantage of that, but... I don't know, man. We'll see. Rob, Rob, Rob can hold on to it a little bit longer, and then you know, let's go from there. Once the quarantine's <laughs> over, I'm sure. I'm sure the quarantine's kind of holding things back. So. Oh yeah, definitely. It's definitely put a it's definitely put a dent in the wrestling world as it has all sports worlds as you have so eloquently covered on your podcast. I, I mean, at some point, you know, he's got to lose it, right? Because he's focused on. Oh he's yeah. Gonna have, he's gonna yeah, play NFL season, so I mean, <laughs> you know, he's got one last act at this point. I don't know, man. I feel like him defending at halftime every every game would be a huge marketing tool, but I'm sure there's too it, much. There's too much. There's too much paperwork involved and all that. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, it would be funny. It would be great to see it like that, as you know. It have to be in the something. preseason. It have to be preseason. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be one of those preseason games. The game it doesn't matter too. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I think it would be funny to see that. Cause I don't know, like the last time. I'm trying to think, like, why is that a new one? Like, that's, that might work. Yeah. Oh, 
hopefully WWE, you know, you're listening. And after all everything's done and done, you know, after everything's back and working in society, we can get y'all back up and running and uh, restore WWE and make it great again. Thank y'all for joining me today. Thank you. And Sorry. that is your Heels of Wrestling for today. Heels of Wrestling, baby. Are you are you are we officially back, Heels of Wrestling? Oh, we're back, we're, baby. Let's hit it. Back. Yo, hit the bell. <laughs>